Welcome to My American Melting Pot, the podcast for people living multicultural lives. I'm your host, Lori L. Tharps. I'm a Black woman married to a Spanish man raising three bilingual, biracial, bicultural children. I'm also a journalist and the author of the books Hair Story, Same Family, Different Colors, Kinky Gaspacho, and the novel Substitute Me. Some people call me a cultural critic or a pop culture pundit. I call myself a diversity diva. I'm really glad you're here for another episode of our special Revolutionary Readers Summer Series. On today's episode of the show, we're going to be talking about a brand new book series called The Queens of the Resistance. It's a perfect collection for any wannabe revolutionary reader. The Queens of the Resistance series is a group of four biographies saluting four of the most beloved boss ladies in Congress, Maxine Waters, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Nancy Pelosi, and Elizabeth Warren. Written by Brenda Jones and Krishan Trotman, these easy-to-read, illustrated biographies are super inspiring and informative. Also, the books themselves are really beautiful to look at and would be a welcome addition to any bookshelf or coffee table. We're actually going to hear from one of the co-authors of the Queens of the Resistance series in a minute, but first I want to share my current book crush. Hello, Melting Pot community. So last night, I was sitting on the front steps of my house having a socially distant conversation with my neighbor, who happens to be a good friend of mine, and somehow our conversation turned to our favorite summer beach reads. Even though neither one of us will be going to any beaches this summer, we still want to read books that take us to that happy place. We both agreed that a perfect summer beach read is light and easy to read, has a nice bit of humor, and makes us smile. But it can't be like pure trash or without any sort of redeeming message or takeaway. And it helps if the characters reflect our multicultural lives as Black women. Basically, we want to be happy and fulfilled after reading, but it's okay if the book isn't a literary masterpiece, right? That's a perfect summer beach read. I liken it to eating really good gelato. It's not exactly good for you, but it's not bad for you. And on a hot summer night, it totally lifts your spirits. That's perfect summer book read material. So anyway, my favorite summer beach read is a book called 32 Candles by Ernessa T. Carter. From the book jacket, it reads, 32 Candles is the slightly twisted, utterly romantic, and deftly wry story of Davy Jones, who, if she doesn't stand in her own way, just might get the man of her dreams. The character Davy is a black woman born and raised in a small town in Mississippi and is a self-described, quote, ugly duckling with the meanest mother in the South, possibly the world. The book is truly a romantic comedy with plot twists and turns, interracial romance, Hollywood endings that aren't really endings, and laugh out loud humor. Seriously, laughing out loud throughout the whole book. When I read it 10 years ago, I made everyone I know read it too. Women, men, black people, white people, Asian people, and everybody loved this book. And You know, I think that while I'm waiting for my next book club books to arrive at my door, I'm going to read 32 Candles again. I love it that much. I'm going to read it again, and I think you should read it for the first time if you haven't. I promise you will not be sorry. And bonus, if you love 32 Candles as much as I do, Ernessa Carter wrote a sequel called 
The Awesome Girl's Guide to Dating Extraordinary Men. It's just as good as 32 Candles, if not better. You're welcome. Now, you can find a link to 32 Candles in the show notes, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do if you do decide to read it. Now, let's get to our conversation about the Queens of the Resistance series. I'm going to start talking about the Queens of the Resistance series by actually reading the introduction from each book. The introduction is the same in every book, and it starts like this. Dear Sis, The Queens of the Resistance is a series that celebrates the life and times as well as the lessons and rise of our favorite sheroes and queen bees of politics. It's a celebration of the boss, the loud in their demands, and a rebellion against the long and tired patriarchy. They are the shining light and new faces of the U.S. government. Okay, I mean, aren't you excited already? This series is phenomenal. Biographies of Maxine Waters, Elizabeth Warren, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Nancy Pelosi. Not only are these great women to hear about, but it's so timely. The series is so timely and relevant to get books about our most radical female political leaders. But, you know, even the way the books are packaged and written feels revolutionary. First of all, the books themselves are all hardcovers with stunning full-color illustrations of the profile subject. And they're compact size, so they're not tiny. They're not like little gift books, but they're small enough that you could, you know, drop one in your purse, in your backpack, in your kid's backpack, or just hold it in your hands as you walk to the park to read and get inspired. And I guarantee you will be inspired with these books. So yes, they're kind of short, but they are full biographies, starting with the birth and education of each leader. Each book focuses on the political rise of these women, but again, it talks about, you know, where they got their inspiration from. It talks about what they were like when they were children. It talks about their passions, and then it gets into how they fought their way to the top of their political game and what they're famous for as politicians. Interspersed between their stories are pull-out quotes and black and white illustrations reminiscent of like a graphic novel. So again, the books are easy and fun to read, but they're chock full of inspiration and revolutionary fire. They're the kind of book that you like want to read. They're not just like biographies that you feel like you should read. And that's why one of the reasons why I think they're so revolutionary, despite the fact that they're also about revolutionary leaders themselves. I had some questions for the authors of this series. I wanted to dig deeper into why they wanted to write this series. Um, The fact that the books all came out at the same time, you know, is also pretty cool. So I wanted to just find out more about the series itself. And Krishan Trotman, one of the co-authors, was kind enough to answer my questions and record her answers and send them to me. So the first thing I wanted to know was, of course, what inspired Krishan and Brenda to write this series? Here's Krishan. We were inspired by the reaction of women during the Trump election when we had started to see the Women's March on Washington and so many women running for office. The Queens of the Resistance series is a reflection of that. It is a four-book series by wonderful changemakers across generations, across cultures, that shows the different paths towards leadership that women can take. 
And we wanted a series that would inspire women, no matter where they came from, to know that they do have the power, you know, their vote is powerful, but also they could really deeply get involved in the issues that are affecting their communities and take action and work with their elected officials. And if they're not doing a good enough job, become those elected officials. The way we selected the four women was quite intuitive and natural. We did not take a really long time to have to think about it. These were the women that we were having conversations about every day because in the news they were being demonized on a daily basis as women, as women of color, as powerful people in politics. So we basically wanted to create a series that was appealing to women and daughters because we wanted not only to inspire future generations, which are the daughters, but current generations who are us. So the Queens of the Resistance series for Brenda and I was our very literary form of activism. And we found a publisher who got on board to publish all four books at the same time and to launch them at the DNC. So unfortunately, we were not able to launch at the DNC because of our situation with COVID. And it's still up in the air about what's going to happen. But as publishers and authors, our intention was to really make a statement within our industry, at least, and to readers about what the future of politics should look like, what positive politics look like, what women in politics look like, and how different and expansive it is. And we were using these books to challenge the patriarchy. And from our editors to our publisher and our marketing and publicity people, that was our intention with this series. And it's been wonderful to work on and very exciting to see women celebrating and getting on board with this idea and understanding how important it is to support a series like the Queens of the Resistance series just because we don't see our stories told in these big, bold ways as much as we should. And we also don't see a diverse selection of uh, women's stories told. So we are very proud of the Queens of the Resistance series. And we find that these women will not only inspire women to enter into um, leadership roles in Congress, but to enter into leadership roles in general. The books go into the challenges that they have faced. And through every challenge, they keep going and keep climbing. And I find that as a whole, that is the biggest lesson in the Queens of the Resistance series, the idea of continuous resistance. So when we discuss things like the Black Lives Matter movement, we have to think about Auntie Maxine and all she has seen from the L.A. rebellions, the Watts rebellions, and now the Black Lives Matter movement as it relates to George Floyd. And we have to know that we have to continue to resist. John Lewis 
Martin Luther King, they all continue to resist. And that has been the biggest lesson and what I hope is the biggest inspiration that comes from this book, because I know that it will it will take a lot of women to the next level of success that's needed. Thank you so much, Krishan. Thank you so much. And yes, we have to continue to resist. I love that. So I am so thrilled these books exist because we do indeed need documentation of our women leaders. That documentation is so lacking in the books that we have right now. I mean, think about it. We have to celebrate the contributions of our female politicians, ideally before they're dead. We need to show our young girls and ourselves how they too can become queen bees of politics and make change in their neighborhoods, in their cities, in their countries, right? Remember what I said last week that revolutionary readers make revolutionary leaders? Give your girls these books and watch them become revolutionary leaders and give them to your boys too. Give them to yourself, right? We all need the inspiration of women like Maxine Waters, like Elizabeth Warren, like Nancy Pelosi, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We need to see them in their glory. We need to see them for the leaders that they are and the extraordinary women that they are instead of the way that the media often portrays them as somehow demonizing them and making them difficult women. They are not difficult women. They are extraordinary leaders. And these books do the work of putting them in that category. And that's how we should all be seeing them. So please check the show notes page for links to where you can buy copies of the Queens of the Resistance series, as well as other books mentioned in this episode. Also, you can find a link to follow Krishan Trotman on Instagram at Krishan Trotman to follow her journey with the series, especially find out if she and her co-author decide to add more volumes to the series. Drop her a message if you have an idea of who they should profile next. I hope this episode inspired you, Melting Pot community, as much as it inspired me. Thank you for listening, Melting Pot community. I'll be here next Friday with a new episode of our Revolutionary Readers series. And I will be here with something a little different. Instead of talking about revolutionary reads, I'll be talking about what it means to be a revolutionary writer. Until then, keep reading like a revolutionary. My American Melting Pot is produced by me, Lori L. Tharps. Our editor and technical director is Brad Linder. Our theme music was composed by Sumi Tanoka. Thank you for listening, Melting Pot community. Please don't forget to leave a rating or review for the show. And always remember to live your life in color. Mm -hmm.